morning. It's May 27th, Friday, 2022, and I'm Robert Edward Booth of 3oaks1.com. That's spelled out, 3oaks, numeral 1.com. And uh, I just have a podcast, you know, I, I do a lot of uh, candid exploration and commentary on issues dealing with my past life regression, my Messiah bloodline, my insights on conventional religion versus what religion can be and should be much like my king who is Jesus Christ. I usually term the name Mejiajua because I don't like to connect to the conventional Roman Christianity. If you'll notice, I use the uh, entitlement of Roman Christianity depicting conventional religion today. You know, and, and I've pointed out in previous podcasts how God's word is a paradigm. You're willing to accept that the Bible is God's word. Society calls the Bible God's word. It's not. It is a diversion from the fact that you do not have God's word. It's a diversion from the fact that you do not have God's word. You do not know, as in, Vipers, ye vipers, according to what you're looking at in the Bible, that you claim to believe in 100%, so many, you know, modern day religionists, they, they believe in it 100%, but yet they do complete hypocrisy, which a lot of the wild cats of society will point out for you that that bunch is a bunch of hypocrites. For one thing, You do not know what God said to the Jews using the material you're using. You do not know what God said to the Jews using the material you're using. The scenario, if you have a scenario, anything like, anything in fair comparison to like what's went on in the creation of the Bible, which I pointed out time and time before, that the Romans were at war with the Jews when they created the Bible, and gave it to you in a depiction that represents what the Jews' relationship with God included. You do not know, you do not know that that is accurate. You do not have any way to verify that, but you do know that the scenario, the situation going on when that Bible was created, If it was in some form in your life, you would not trust that situation. I mean, I've used it before. The example, if a car got stolen in your neighborhood and you caught the person, you know, with the car someplace, what do you do? Ask the person that that has the car what happened, that, that they ended up with the car and not have any insight otherwise to go to and believe the person that told you that has the car now that's stolen that what the story is you just go ahead and believe their story no that's a wrong scenario to believe that person that has the car 
the incriminating evidence is the car was stolen, point blank period, stolen, and the person that has the car is telling you a story. You don't just believe the person that's telling you the story. You, you might take it into account what their side of it is, but you don't disbelieve them, I and that's about what you've got with the Bible. Stolen material. You know, I mean, okay, they claim this, they say that, okay. Yeah. Some people believe that Simon Peter and who else was it? Paul, and they, they, def, they definitely have historic record that John that did, did the book of Revelation was made into a pope. That's pretty much historic. I mean, I haven't done a complete endeavor to how much evidence John of her being made Pope, but there's report of it. But there's two sides to Peter and Paul ever being part of, unless it was Matthew. Now, I'm sorry on that because I don't, I don't have that completely straightened out. But Peter, in any case, was said to have been with the Romans during this biblical canonization and all and the Pope were in the starting of the church and all that. They claim that but some people don't believe that at all and there's no evidence that can prove that Peter was ever part of the, the Roman church and the creation of the Bible. So there being two sides to that, belief this side, belief that side, no real evidence. Again, you do not know. You simply do not know. You know, either you know or you don't know. Kind of like the vipers thing. In the red letters in red, Jesus supposedly said in your in your Bible, which is what, God's word? No, it's a parody. It's accepted by society. It's socially acceptable to be said as God's word, but it is not. You do not know what God said to the Jew. Therefore, you cannot say that you definitely have God's word. Now, if you want to influence the public order of society you can say this is god's word and weight that down that that you are giving commandments of god you know they're they're perfectly ethical and, and morally just and, and 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 you know that type of thing can be found when you do the asiatic look within you, you can find a lot of that but that does not mean that you know what god jehovah adonai who the Christians call God, Jehovah Adonai, Adonai. There's three or four, six pronunciations of God's name. And you say, that's the God of the Jew. And they say he's the God of all creation. It depends on how you slice that. You know, the ref, the, the the way you use the adage, you know, it depends on how you slice it, how you slice that up. I mean... There's only one God, and that's the divine spirit. You know, the one consciousness, the divine, the Holy Spirit. There was no Trinity. There was no Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. They weren't the same. You know, they say the Bible, God's word again, the parody, where you say you know, but you do not know. Look, look at the Bible when, when the wildcats of society points. That's a bunch of hypocrisy. They're not wrong because right here you're saying... We know this because God's word says it. You're, you're burdening it. You're laying the, the weight of having God's word. You, you've got it socially accepted in what they refer to as a parody. And then you're telling the world that you know it because that's what you have as God's word. You're completely going around the fact that you do not know what Jehovah Adonai accepted as God by the Jews and by the conventional church, Roman Christianity, as God. 
And, and look, scholars have findings that, that show Jesus Christ actually said, or at least paperwork that they have found uncovered that scholars have found that Jesus said an evil demiurge, an evil demiurge created all the profound world. It's fraudulent not to tell me that it's fraudulent to sell me a car and not tell me that you had to rear end out yourself in the backyard under a shade tree, taking the gears out of the rear end, got it back together. And I'm driving it down the road for three or four, six blocks, came back with $1,500 and paid you for the car. Two days later, the rear end falls out of it. You should have told me that you did a backyard repair on that car. You defrauded me into buying that used car. All you told me was it was a used car. You didn't tell me that you had to wrench out in the backyard and put gears in the backside of it. I'm allowed to drive it for five blocks or what have you. Give you $1,500 for a quote used car. What I really bought was something that you worked on that I didn't know and you defrauded me out of $1,500. So when you bring me to church with an evil demiurge creating the profound world, everything you and me know about defining the profound world, you you defraud me into taking this paradigm, this socially accepted called God's word, when you know more about that if you went to college and studied that, if you went to what they call seminary school or, or college with the curriculum to, 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 to end up educated as a minister of the gospel, you know that that Bible was created during the Jewish revolution where the Jews, everybody willing to be active in that war, went to war and were slain at a battle called Masada at the end of that war. And that's when the Bible was began constructed by the Romans that you don't know that Simon Peter and whatever, which one it was, I forgive me for not knowing. There was a couple of them that that they say were popes and and took part with the Catholic Church. They say it, but there's whole arguments that they never, ever had anything to do with that creation of the church. And there's no proof otherwise. You do not know. It gets portrayed. It's as bad as ever saying you know, but do not know. Ye vipers, according to the letters in red, you are the ones who sin. You say you know, but you do not know. You are the ones who walk in sin. And then you stand there shaking the Bible at the public saying, don't walk in sin. Be obedient to God's word. You don't even have God's word. You don't even have God's word. You have a Roman depiction. You have them controlling the knowledge. Let me explain something to you. In martial arts, here's one rule. Don't give too many controls to one person. Don't allow too many controls to any one person in a war-type situation. Don't allow too many controls to any one person. Not if you're going to, you know, be in that battle it would be a necessary evil if you decided to put all the controls or a whole lot in one person's hands. It would be self-destructive. You will no longer become an active member in that battle because you have given too many controls to one person. You're giving controls to Rome, who's sitting there with all kinds of money with a book that tells you to hate money, using the money like Japanese Aikido, 
making your strength their strength, dollar it up where you can get the full essence of being a holy person blessed with an, an eccentric environment. Look what God has done. This is beautiful. He has blessed. And they're taking your money under fraud to create all that illusion that God has blessed you when they're spending cash money to build it up. Hand me all your money and watch me build you a utopic, utopian society. I'll have you with like a like a commonwealth sets up like fountains downtown for you to take your family and throw pennies in, make wishes, you know, and you can look at how beautiful God has blessed. I'll take your money right now and we'll set that up and you can say God has blessed us when money has built around you a, a, a euphoria for you to experience. Money did it. You say the divine has power over all things. The divine consciousness. Uh, I beg your pardon. The divine consciousness is what? Great. <clears throat> and what else? Terrible. Great and terrible. And has grace when you look within, like the Asiatic says, look within what all is included in all this great and terrible, in all this two dogs within, like the Native American, in all this Taoism where they have the principles of spirit, where there's masculine and feminine and everything, and good and bad and everything, the principles of spirit, great and terrible, even in your Bible. And you say, oh, well, that doesn't count in this situation. It does count. If God is great and terrible, if God is merciful and vengeful, if God is merciful and vengeful, if God is great and terrible, if there's always two dogs within, if there's always Taoism, if there's always principles like the yin-yang symbol, the masculine and feminine and all things, the good and bad and all things, if, if that is so, and it is, you can look within many religions, Jesus supposedly said, purportedly, I was not there, said that my church is the world. I learned spirituality. I learned things from cultures and their spiritual findings. He went for 13 to 17 years, monad, away from the tribal comforts of a community that saw him as a member of theirs, any of that political advantage. He did not have that. He went monad and he went out into other tribes under other chieftains and kings. He went under other mystics. He went under other healers and he learned and he brought them back and he developed a system and he sought refinement and he gave that. He delivered that to his following. That's what a mystic does. I'm a mystic. I've had an experience with the divine consciousness. An actual authentic, I got shot down in my youth before they studied past life regression at all. And I told them I was a reincarnate of the Messiah. I am him again today. I'm Robert Edward Booth, 666 born September 23rd. They did an entire religious study on why September 23rd is important to the prophecy. Well, not only is it my birthday, I'm also a yoka which is a yoga in the Mediterranean and in the Native American culture here in America. And that is a sacred clown and or a holy man. Hey, yoga. That 
Uh, I have it on 3oaks1.com, spelled out 3oaks1.com, the website. You can go there. I have it on there. If you can find it, you can probably look it up with a yoka in the search box. And, and the Native American describes how he has as much masculine as he does feminine. He has both man and woman in him, practically equivalent. If you'll look at your astrology, you will find that September 23rd is the perfect masculine and the perfect feminine, right on what they refer to as the crest of those two astrological signs, Virgo and Libra. If you'll note that the God's Word book that is a paradigm created by the Roman system says that it's evil to use astrology. You don't know what Jesus Christ did because they had book burnings and burnings of people they called heretical that offered things that contended with the church system that the Romans created controlling the knowledge, giving how many controls to one person, to one entity, the Catholic Church. You give too many controls to one group, one entity, or one person, you risk yourself. You are special and you are holy and the divine consciousness created you. The Holy Spirit, the one consciousness, the great and terrible created you. Both merciful and vengeful. His mercy goes on forever, the Bible says, God's word says. It was Saul, it was David, it was David saying that about how God's mercy must go on forever. He's proclaiming that as he watched the evil that Saul had done, his direction trying to kill him. David was being hunted by Saul in this biblical story. He's pronouncing that that God's mercy goes on forever. You know, he really was in a reverse way saying, you know, why doesn't God manhandle and vengefully deal with Saul who's trying to kill him? His mercy goes on forever. Well, that ain't all It's true. His vengefulness goes on forever. The divine, great, and terrible spirit can be merciful or vengeful, and you don't get to pick when. There's a key. I have the keys of hell and death, Jesus supposedly said I wasn't there. I have the keys. Here's a key. You do not have controls in when God is merciful and when he is vengeful. You do not say when. You want to get in hell? You want the vengeful side? Keep doing what you're doing. Keep testing his mercy. And find out today, this hour and this minute, is when he will strike you with his vengeance and there will be no getting back from it. Not always. That's another key. You are not guaranteed nor given the controls on when, where, and how you will get out of the hell the vengeful spirit of creation all power, all might puts on you. He'll decide that. The divine, the one consciousness, the one monotheistic God that ain't Jehovah Adonai, that ain't the church God of today and ain't the church God of the Jew that Jesus was considered who? Blasphemous. That's me. My name. You can call me that if you need to. Call me blasphemy. Because I'll speak out against you if I find you wrong. Call me pious. 
There's a time and a place when a king needs to be pious. When I need to lay down what I have found, when I need to execute sound judgment over sacrifice, I'm watching your communities and your society fail. I'm watching it fail. Today's world has gone down the drain. You just watched the whole 20 or 40 kids shot down in Robb Elementary. My name's Rob. You you also watched in Buffalo. You watched a whole group of black people, I didn't count them all, shot. And, and where it's coming from in America, I'm not going to talk about all the world right now. I'm in America. You have a proclamation of two-thirds of America as Christian people. That was previous. I don't know about right now currently. Previously, there has been proclamation of two-thirds of America Christian people. The ministry, your leaders are failing you. They're dealing it out in a way not knowing what the laws were that you are a lawless society. They don't know what Job, Adonai, ministered to the Jews. They don't know what laws Jesus kept. Even if you can tie it to Jesus being very lawful. Many of his writings, the writings they have found, Jesus refers to, you are lawless. And his people were noted to have kept, kept law. Job, Adonai's law. But you said it was an evil demiurge. Yes, I did. But he makes good laws. You don't convince the Jewish people that you are God and that you care for them and give them poor laws and ruling. You do not. Jewish people are some of the most astute and able accountants in New York City controlling areas like, what is it, Brooklyn, entire post of Brooklyn is owned by New York. Half of New York City, other than Donald Trump, is owned by Jews. They are very capable of keeping records. They are accountants and stuff, a lot of them. You don't tell the Jewish people these are sound rulings and not be sound rulings. They look within, like the Asiatic. They look at what the outcome, this is the input, this is the outcome. God said, you can be our God. They figured out that he was the God of all creation. He is not. A king needs to be pious. I see it. I am dragon blood. I am Lucifer bloodlines. I am Messiah bloodlines. But the Bible says Jesus is of Seth not of Cain. If there's a, a, a cranny there for that to get through, forgive me, but I have not found one thing that synchronizes the way of a shaman, which I'm a natural shaman, witch healer, if you want to call it witch healer, you're going to find principles of witchery in any healings I conduct. You'll probably find principles of witchery. Shaman witch healer, witch doctor, whatever you want to refer, fine. I'm doing what I do because I think it's the best. I do my best to find out if it's the best thing to do overall. You are being taken advantage of by the Roman Catholic Church. You are giving that entity too many controls. That is not God's word in your hands. That is a paradigm. 
It's socially accepted. What after burning books that was going to quarrel it? After burning people that historians and theologians find a lot of the people burnt at stake called heretics for giving anything that contended the system, the church system, that the Romans and the Greeks who are known to use voodoo, who is known to be voodoo magic spells, look it up on Google, voodoo magic spells, you will find Jehovah as a knight, you will find Gabriel, Raphael, these angels that look, here's one for you, Islam, peace be upon Muhammad, I believe he was a good man and meant well, bless his soul, he, he was given Again, like Jehovah and I gave to the Jews, being an evil demiurge, he gave them good laws, and so did Gabriel to the Islam. But look, they're killing one another. Giving controls of populations, spark that fight off, have tolerance going on, religious tolerance, where the Christians can dwell amongst the Islams and have a radical come through of the Islamics and start killing a few Christians and watch what gets sparked off. They can control wars and populations from the realm of spirit, use of spirits being the practical definition of voodoo. They can convert your spiritual energy until a shame and witch outcome happens where the condition of your spirit unfolds the dimensions of what's going on in your spirit unfold into your physical domain. They can light that fire in your spirit. They can get a passion or an anger started. And once that fire is lit, once he's sparked off that radical, given the words, if you find a particular character type in a person, that person will be the one that they would work with quicker than the other, even though a very powerful witch can work something up through a whole entire different scenario. That's called developing a tact, developing, developing that type of a system to be able to, to convert somebody you wouldn't expect to do that sparking of things off. And then they control wars and populations, numbers of that group, economic systems, all that can be controlled through voodoo using this type of controls of your mind. The issue here is, is they use concurrency. They use concurrent information because the divine, the one great and terrible spirit who is God, where there was no Trinity back when Jesus actually dwelt amongst the communities of people that were slain and burnt at stake for heresy. Many were found to be members of communities that Jesus Christ actually visited and dwelt and lived in amongst. They were the people you were burning at stake when the Greco-Roman book burning went down right after 325 Council of Nicaea was held to determine what would be left in and what would be taken out of your Bible. Created by Romans during the Jewish revolution and the slaughter of the, of the, Christian, of the, of the Jewish people in a revolution against oppression. They were in the Mediterranean. Roman rule had came into the Mediterranean military forces charging tax to a, an otherwise found to be agricultural people. Much like the Native Americans, agricultural people, hunters and gatherers, went in and war organized militaries, took over, charged them tax, charged homage, if you're going to stay in your own territory, you got to pay us. 
set up set up embassies. King Herod or whatever his name set up an embassy, you know. Herod was sitting there in an embassy. He wasn't in Rome anymore. He had an embassy set up. He wasn't the Roman emperor. He was King Herod ruling that area as far as I know of. I mean, I have to do a little more research, but best I know of, King Herod was there in an embassy type situation. King Herod, that's fine. He ruled over that Mediterranean area uh, by way of the Roman emperor. I I believe you're going to find that there was a separation there. I'd have to do my homework in that area. But look, that's what's going on. That's what's going on by by decree of a king. I have like 20 plus kings in my bloodline. I can prove that. I got to get it all together. And, and like I want to do like one of them PowerPoints, you know, so you can pick through it. But I can prove I have the birthmark of Cain, all right? It's on my right arm and my head. And that's what people follow 666. What? He is the devil. Don't follow him, the angel said. What, the same angels that handle uh, Islam while Jehovah Adonai, the evil Demiurge scholars find Jesus really said that. Well, what, you fraud me into God's word, which it ain't. While you don't tell me you worked on the back end of that car yourself in your backyard, I take it up the road for five minutes, bring it back, it ran great, here's 1,500 bucks. You should have told me you personally had the rear end out. You're not a mechanic. You should have told me that. You defrauded me out of my 1500 bucks. You defrauded me out of my 10% at church. You are like vipers. Watch your step around snakes. They'll bite you. You are like vipers. You need to really watch them. So anyway, I encourage you to watch them because they're not, even though they're cloaking what they're really up to, you know, when you're doing business with somebody, and you have to decide what's really going on besides the appearance, besides the depiction, besides the illusion being offered. What's really going on? What's he really up to? Uh, you're like vipers. You say you know, but you do not know. You are the ones who walk in sin. And what, tell me to come down to the church and adhere to God's word, which is the paradigm, Given the Romans control, too many controls, like a military operation, yeah, I might have to do the evil necessity and decide the general's in charge and what he says goes. I might. But as a rule, if I want self-preservation to go on and going to be any good to anybody like Ecclesiastes, the book of Ecclesiastes says, I can do no good in the grave. I can do nobody any good in the grave. At a certain point, I'm going to court for, uh, what is it called? AWOL, what is it called? Court-martial me for, for defying a direct order of an officer? I might have to. But you're going to be glad if you're that officer and I show back up in your time of need that I defied you at that moment. You're going to be glad if I saved that platoon, if I defied you. When we go to court for a court-martial, just like Jesus Christ was considered blasphemous when he walked into that temple and said, you are like vipers. You say you know, but you're not. He was contending the church. Scholars find that he was likeliest in charge of the Essene people during that 13 to 17 years. He was monad. He finally was supposedly found by these scholars to have joined up and dwelt with the Essene people and had a secondary temple that he was priest over. I like to start one of those. A Gnostic-based, a knowledge-based gnosis 
a knowledge base, not a blinded, not a taken advantage of, not a defrauded, but an honest, pure religion that we can practice on a regular basis before a great and terrible, before a merciful and a vengeful God that you and don't know Roman church have power over when those mercies and when those vengeances happen. You do not. You might bend it. You might perform some magical sacrifice. There's always a price. There's always a price when you're going to bend anything that the divine great and terrible is going to allot for. There's always a price. Be grateful the price was paid at Calvary. Be grateful that the blood sacrifice of a king was made for victory and power, not unnecessary salvation. If there's any salvation needed, all you need to do is ask, like the Islamics say, like the concurrent teachings of Gabriel to Muhammad, peace be upon him, like the concurrent good laws that Job had today, convincing the Jews that he was God, gave to the Jews, concurrent with the will of the divine, the will of the great and terrible, concurrent. And that's the reason there's a catch-22, damned if you do, damned if you don't. Here's what I do. I would recommend make certain what synchronizes while you have it on your mind, while you test the water on these laws, what synchronizes and where it's going. You know what I mean? Is this going to lead to a trap? Use all your senses like the Asiatic, right? Use all your senses. Are you getting a bad feeling? Why? So you know what I'm saying to you? Call me blasphemy if you need to. You call Jesus Christ blasphemy. Call me a drunkard if you need to. I might drink three or four cans of beer. Call me a glutton if I eat a good plate of food. You know what I'm saying? But look, it takes a lot of energy to do what I do. Unless you was me. So I try to govern my eating and stuff like that. I'm not going to put it that Jesus was out of control. I'm going to give it to the man that he had a lot of energy being spent. I wish you a peaceful and prosperous day and I want you to prosper this way not like the evangelist says go forth and prosper what and give him 10% no go forth and prosper these ways the ways of your king do not follow the teacher do not follow the prophet but follow the one who is the divine the one consciousness the sovereign one God, not Jove Adonai, not voodoo, not use of spirits, not angel worship. You say, oh, the angel showed me, the angel helped me, and that might be so. But watch out for the two ends of that sword. It's a double-sided sword when you deal with them. Notice how these witches make that circa and protect themselves from the negative side. They put a circle around them and they do a little, you know, intent thing to the west, to the south, to, they do that for protection from the dark side, knowing that there's always two dogs within. They call on mighty angels and deities and things like that to do what I'm talking about that the Catholic Church, who the word circa ends up evolving into church. So they have a church around them. They have a circa around them for protection. Yeah. If one of these deities has a dark side and that energy goes to work and it takes their money, they'll just reach in your pocket and not suffer from it. There's a level of protection. There's different levels of protection, but I promise you that that was designed as far as any system being designed 
by the divine spirit, by the one consciousness. You might pay a price. You might bend some. You might have paid enough price to bend it your way. But you will not have too many controls, for that is sheer wisdom, godly wisdom, and, and the divine knows that. Whatever price you paid, including the blood of Jesus, only goes so far. But I promise you, that was the best and the highest price that I know of ever paid. Be grateful. Peace to you. Peace profound. Victory and power through Jesus. Look, like the Islamic, if you ask, Jesus supposedly said this, this is gnosis, this is knowledge. I don't need to die to save you. I do not need to die to save your soul. For God already loves you. Have a great day and prosper. Not, not your love for money. Not, not how good it appears you live, but these ways, these honest measures before that great and terrible. Prosper that. I wish you a peaceful day. Peace to you and peace profound.